I'm Daryl Baskin. You're listening to the future of real estate on your home for success. 105.7. Remember to find your next home at homeguidetulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, homeguidetulsa.com. So closing is delayed. What do you do? Yep. Um, Heather has decided to make the conversation difficult. He's mad at me because this is a thing that real estate agents hate to do. And it, it is. But sometimes we're forced into the situation. Life life brings challenges. I mean, people are moving in and out and back and forth and stuff happens. So closing gets delayed. Generally, we like to push the closing out, meaning that, you know, you're supposed to close on Monday and things happen and it ends up closing on Thursday instead. And But sometimes when we're doing all that, people have things lined up. You have, you know, movers lined up. You you're have, getting kicked out of your apartment or your other people who are buying your house have to be in for something right who knows and and i I once had a situation where there was a teacher um, being transferred like they had to start like at a certain date like it was right at the wire and so that's where we come to early occupancy i got like i just have to go back i had this mental picture of like a giant adult shoving match (laughs) like no, I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in your place, and no, no you're, you're gonna. I you're gonna be you're, out. You're gonna get out. Yeah. You're gonna, <laughs> that's not the situation. No, 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 and more no. Um, what we're doing is where we're all agreeing, saying, "Okay, let's work together. Let's yeah. work together." And sometimes it's as simple as doing where early occupancy of a garage. People sometimes have a lot to move. They just have a lot to move. They just need to unload the truck. Right. Yeah. And they just need to unload the truck. So sometimes it's just as simple as that, that buyer and seller agree to, you know, that the buyer is going to move their stuff into the garage, that the seller is not going to have any liability to it. And they're going to be able to get move your it. insurance started yes. early. But then why, if you're just going to move it in the garage, why not just move it in the house? Well, because sometimes we'll let people will actually move into the house and then people won't leave. That's why agents hate it because <laughs> <laughs> it, it works out good so many times. Right. It's just the one time that it doesn't that makes people afraid of it. And that's where the fear creeps in. Yes. And I fear and creep just go together. Right. Actually, when I bought my first house, we did our occupancy because it was like Thanksgiving weekend. And nonetheless, it just moved out. We moved in early and then it snowed. And my real estate agent was like, you are not not coming to the signing. I will come and get you. Yeah. <laughs> and she totally did. And she came and got us in because we didn't have vehicles at the time. D- that would get you back and forth. No, no. I mean, of course, now as a real estate agent, I do. I have a car that will trek all kinds of miles. But at the time, I didn't have a car that would do that. Well, the the thing that you, you really have to think about first is, first of all, early occupancy isn't all bad. Right. But it, it does bring with it some challenges. Like, what type of person is it that's asking for early occupancy? Like, what did they have on the line? And why are we needing early occupancy in the first place? Is it because the the buyer didn't produce the documents that were requested for an entire month? Right. Now, if that's laziness and irresponsibility on the buyer side, the buyer, the seller might just say, you know, this was your deal. Right. You know, but there are other things that can, I mean, you can have weather and you can have... Um, title, uh, title, and how, which the title generally falls back on the seller, and so the seller's like, eh, you know, these people have really been good to me, and they're they're holding on here, so maybe some early occupancies. Sometimes it's just the lender who scoops things up, or for a while we had appraisals that just took forever because the the 
appraisers were so backlog, backlogged right. that you just had to, to deal with it. So the why is very important because it tells you how, um, how genuine or earnest the parties are to making it happen. Right, which leads me to what the things are you usually have to have with the early occupancy. Generally, you have more earnest money that's put down. Non-refundable, like right. you ain't getting this back. And but it, it can be it'll be applied to the closing. Yeah, you're not paying more often. Sometimes you'll have a daily rate, like mm. if it's going to go on too long. Right. You might have a per diem. Right. Rate. I, I, we're doing one of one day. Like the one I'm doing coming up is one day. So just the a people, few days, yeah. people were just like, ah. But ones if it's like thirty days, sometimes you know it it can range, and they have to come to an agreement of what that number will be. Um. But like you said, there'll be so you have earnest money, you have your daily rate. And a lot of times they will ask that you get renter's insurance or get your insurance. It depends on the insurance company, how they want to handle it. But insurance, nonetheless, of some sort to handle over your property and or the house. Usually how it works is it's renter's insurance and then. Well, and I got to back up. You said you say earnest money and I drive a harder bargain than that. It's like this is deposit and you're going to prepay it. And mm. uh, I've had times where. The seller said, "No, you're gonna, you're not gonna deposit this money with somebody else. You're gonna give me that money, and you're not gonna play games back and forth with the broker and the title company holding up my money because you got an attorney involved. You're gonna give it to me. I'm gonna put it in my account, and if you don't close, uh, I'm gonna be in Cancun." Right. Well, technically, so, though, there are, we have a standard form that we use, and that it's the way it says. It says it will be with the listing brokers. Uh, well, that's what it says, but I've been in other situations where once I had non-refundable earnest money, these are the horror stories. <laughs> it was non-refundable right. earnest money of $10,000, like okay. you're going to close. Well, the guy didn't close because he hadn't turned in all of his papers to his lender. He was just a shyster. Wow. And he got an attorney involved and fought it out, dra dragged it out for like 10, 10 months and eventually got half of his earnest money. But he was just a jerk. And wow. so um, then another time I had someone, had a seller say, yeah, I've been down that road. You're going to give me the money, and this is what—that's what the story I said. You're going to give me the money. I'm going to put it in my account, and that's going to—all that risk is going to be on you. The title's done. Everything's mm -hmm. done. We're ready to close. You're not. I'm not going to be mean to you, but you're going to give me that money, and you're not going to—you're not going to uh, put my real estate agent or broker or title company over a barrel, right. not being able to release the money because everyone has to agree. Because I already got your money. Well, what I see playing into effect for a lot of this is trid. Um, I don't even know what the acronym TRID stands for, but it's a federal <laughs> law. That he's laughing because I don't know that we are. I don't know what Yeah, it is exactly. Either. TRID is essentially a federal law that says that you have to, when the lender gives you the closing amount, they have three days essentially to disclose until you actually can close. And if the lender does not get that document out in time, then you're delayed three days. And that's what you, know, you see sometimes happening. So so true because there can be you know if, if if stuff not in you just get delayed. Let me tell you this is why it's important to be nice when you don't have to be right because you could find yourself right up until the last part of closing and you might need to ask a favor because something didn't work out in your perfect little plan and you need to ask for some grace and this is where it comes back and people say you know this has been such a delightful person to work with I want to do everything I can to help them out. That's when things tend to work out really well. Right. DarylBaskin.com, the Baskin Real Estate Specialist, City XP Realty, 918-740-0077. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin. 